How God Talks to Us. That's our topic for today. Welcome to Time Out for Something Spiritual. I'm here, Tony Clarkson, and I'm with Michael G. Rachel. Hi. Michael, how does God talk to you? Not in the way most people expect God to talk to us. Um, we expect, or many people expect, if they put a request in and say, look, I need help with this, I need input on that, that they will then receive a voice in their heads uh, that will say exactly what they should do in any particular situation. That's not how the divine works. The divine receives those requests for input, but then manifests the reply uh, according to the circumstances that are around us at the time. So, for example, we could be watching the television, and we could be watching a film, and suddenly one of the characters will say exactly what we need to hear in order to solve the dilemma that we've got at the moment. Or we might be walking down the street and we say good morning to somebody and we get into conversation with them and they will provide the answer to our um, request. And so there is a, there's a communication, but the, we have to be able to recognise that communication. And I think you've had experience of this on many occasions, Tony, haven't you? I was just telling you before we started this broadcast that uh, at the Sanctuary of Healing, where I spend my life... Uh, I had a situation where we needed to know the name of a particular bacteria. It was called uh, infection. It was called Pseudomonas. And it mattered. We needed to set a machine up to vibrationally uh, kill or neutralize this infection that was affecting somebody rather badly. And I couldn't remember the name of the infection, Pseudomonas. And I was trying to think of it, I was trying everything, I'd looked everywhere, and the client, I said, just a moment, I'll be back in an hour, and we left him there, I had to go to a meeting, I got in my car, I turned on the radio, and out of the radio, the first words that came out was, the main infection in mm. cystic fibrosis is pseudomonas. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, so your answer had been provided. Unbelievable. But it, it wasn't God saying, hello, Tony, I'm here. I've heard your request and I'm going to provide this answer for you in your head uh, by speaking to you. So the divine was speaking to you, but was using the, the circumstances around you in order to get that message uh, to you. It was actually a BBC programme talking about something totally different. Yes. But the, the time I turned it on, it was specific to those words. Yes. I think we also have to listen in these cases to our intuition, don't we? Absolutely. Uh, because um, our way forwards that we're seeking in, in asking the divine to provide an answer uh, can sometimes feel as though I, I, I shouldn't go down a certain street today. I don't know why, but I shouldn't go down a certain street. Or maybe I should contact my old friend that I haven't spoken to in, in 10 years. And we should always take notice of those feelings that we suddenly get. We shouldn't ignore them, because they are also the divine speaking to us from within us, saying, that way is not the way for you at the moment, or this person needs your help, or this person has something to say to you that will help you in your current situations. And so we should... That pull that we feel from our solar plexus or from our hearts, we should always take notice of 
and act upon or not act upon. If it's something negative and we feel we shouldn't enter into a situation, then it's best not to enter into it. If it's something positive, we should pursue that and see where it takes us. Are there situations where people do get words? I've never, I can only speak from my own experience, uh, I've never had uh, the divine personified. I've never had God say, hello, Michael, how are you doing today? (laughs) And uh, your current course of action is pretty stupid, isn't it? You know, however... Uh, when my spiritual teacher's husband died, uh, I was standing in a queue waiting to go into a bank. And suddenly, uh, out of the blue, a voice said to me, and I later recognized it as the voice of one of the uh, guides from the soul group, one of the guiding influences from the soul group, suddenly said to me, don't ask questions, don't stand in this queue, go to Jones now. Wow. And I said, what? And the voice said, go now, immediately. So I left the bank queue. I I got into my car. I was about 10 minutes away from Jones. And as I arrived, her husband had just died. That's an incredible story. That was a a situation where I I needed to, to take heed of what was being said to me. Not dismiss it as imagination, because it wasn't, and to act upon it. And because of your mediumistic ability, the divine was actually using your guides to transmit the message. Yes. But I think there are occasions in all of our lives, whether we are used to working mediumistically or not, where we get very distinct impressions that we should act in a certain way or should do something. And we should always heed those because they're coming from a higher vibration of consciousness. Uh, and we need to take notice of them. What about, uh, a lot of people talk about white feathers dropping down in front of them, and they talk about uh, a meaning in a particular bird or animal passing by. Uh, Is that the divine acknowledging Um, right and wrong? I'm a sceptical old bear. You are. After many years. And uh, I think we can also, we have to be careful not to attach um, too much significance to things that would happen in the normal course of events anyway. Right. I think we have to develop our uh, expectations that something will talk to us and will be rather more definite than a, a, a transient symbol. That's not to say that if, if we expect Uh, somebody to talk to us via white feathers, that white feathers won't be provided. But personally, I I require something more concrete, something more definite to to act upon. It's, uh, again, that um, brings out that funny story about, give me a sign, God, give me a sign. (laughs) Yes, it was yeah. the, the lady in the flood and the police came to rescue her and they said, no, I'm waiting for God. And the water got up to the first floor and the army sent in a rowing boat and they said, get in the rowing boat quick. She said, no, I'm waiting for God. And then she's on the roof and the helicopter comes and uh, get in the helicopter and she said, no, no, I'm waiting for God to rescue me. So she died and went up to heaven and said, God, where were you? 
I was there in need and you weren't there when I was in need. And God said, I sent the police, I sent the army, I sent a helicopter. How much do you want? Yes, indeed. And I'm reminded <laughs> on that note of a scene in a, a Steve Martin film from many years ago called The Man with Two Brains. Oh, yes. And he's obviously on the wrong course. He's, he's courting this woman who is very wrong for him. And uh, his, his, uh, he asks his deceased wife, he says, look, <laughs> provide me with a sign. If this is wrong for me, provide me with a sign. And he stood in the, the living room and the, the, the fire suddenly bursts out. <laughs> There's a gust of flame. Yeah. The, the, cat, the, uh, the, the lamp holders either side of the fire turn round. <laughs> the, the curtains are billowing. And the, there's the voice of his deceased wife saying, no, no, no. And he says, any sign. <laughs> and we do that as well, don't we? We do. We have very strong indications that, that something is not exactly right for us, and we ignore them. Similarly, we, we uh, ignore indications that things are, are right for us, are right for us. We, we ignore the divine talking to us. So we need to be open and aware, I think, is what the, the message is. I, I think also that once you are open and aware, as you rightly put, it's on a minute-by-minute minute basis. Yes. Uh, it's almost like the communication is two-way, even though it's more than just a voice. Yes. It, it's happening, you're communicating with it, you're recognising it. And, and there's gratitude in that as well. We're exercising that muscle, aren't we? We're exercising uh, the muscle. And we, we become used to having that input in our lives and using it to, to guide us in the right way along our lives so that we harm no one and so that we evolve in the correct way whilst we're here. This is part of spiritual being. Yes. Actually exercising that muscle you rightly talk about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes, having confidence that we are in communication with a greater energy yeah. and including that energy in yeah. our everyday lives. Okay, so Michael, before we say goodbye, just sum up quickly uh, communicating with God. God always talks to us. Uh, many people say, why don't you help me, Father, Mother, God? Why don't you help me in this situation? The, the input is always there, but we have to recognise it. And we shouldn't expect the booming voice of an old man with a beard in our heads telling us exactly what to do. But in the course of our lives, what's happening around our lives will be used to communicate to us what we should do next in any situation. And on that note? On that note. Uh, thank you for listening. This is Tony Clarkson. And I'm with Michael G. Rachel saying goodbye and God bless. Goodbye, God bless, take care.